1: Here's what I like about Kiffin, is he's not backing down at all on the two things he's doing, and that is analytics, and he's all in in the transfer portal. I mean, he's yeah. basically saying, and and I know you can't keep up with everything, but we we kind of lock in even in his press conferences this spring. Lugs, he's like, I'm all in, and we are going to continue to do this, and and really the question will be because he will be a great case study is. How much is too much, or is there, maybe it's not, and, and he's been saying, look, when we get these kids, they burn their transfer, so they can't leave us. We don't have to deal with that, right. and and this is the way we're going to do it. I guess Lane knows that for the most part, they're not going to finish in the top five in recruiting, so his theory is if we can finish around 20, and then I can move that number up with 10-10. 12, 13-plus transfers, this is how I'm going to roll. Your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I, I think that that's probably a valid line of thinking in, in his approach. And, and listen, with all of the positives, and there are positives to the transfer portal, especially for programs more like an old Miss than an Alabama, Georgia, or a Texas A&M, or a Clemson, because I've said this to you before, too, is like when people push back on Dabo or somebody else and they're not taking a bunch of transfer portal guys, well, the point of the transfer portal is to get your roster better to improve your depth. Well, how many guys are in the transfer portal or better than what Alabama's playing with? Not many, right? Maybe one, maybe two. We actually saw that with Alabama last year with Jameson Williams, right. but it's not 10. So why would they waste their time in the transfer portal when they can build long-term depth at the high school level with every elite player in the country? But if you are if you are an oldness, you're now going to sit there and say, okay, the upside is, to your point, we can get a little bit more experienced, a little bit older. Now, the only downside on on this line of thinking, and I don't think it's a downside because I don't think he'll do it, you can't do the transfer portal thing with a bunch of one-and-done guys. That is not going to help you because you will not be able to sustain long-term depth, you will not be able to build a roster, and it will kill you in high school recruiting because every kid will shy away thinking that they're going to be replaced by a one-and-done guy. So you got to be careful there. Where I think that Ole Miss will focus and other teams too are guys that have 3 years of eligibility remaining you have to have some type of feel that you're going to have somebody for a minimum of 2 if he doesn't leave early you get him for 3 and he improves your roster he improves your depth he adds to, to your point to your high school all right uh, recruitment but you can't you can't do this with one and dones and I would even shy away in many instances on guys that have just two unless they are so vastly better than what you have. I mean, I think you have to be convinced as a staff that this guy's gonna come in, he's gonna start from day one, he's just flat out better than what we have. So, you know, there's upside and downside to, to this equation. I don't think anybody truly knows how it's all gonna play out in the end. Okay, round two, name something that's not boring.
0: A laundry? Ooh, a book club computer solitaire huh Ah, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper
2: Because remember, the one little sidebar in all of this that everybody forgets about is that extra year of eligibility. When we have the extra year of eligibility due to COVID and they didn't just give it to the person that was in their last year of eligibility, but instead gave it to everybody, that created the biggest mathematical you know what storm maybe in the history of college football, because you don't know who's going out the door, who's coming in, exactly how much room you have. You don't know when guys are deciding to come back and decide, hey, I'm going to play here again. Well, actually, we need you to move on. So all of that is being massaged on a year-round basis without having a hard cap scholarship number. Well, guess who loses? The high school player. So if, if this transfer portal thing was just the transfer portal and we were under normal eligibility restrictions this would be a much, much cleaner process, and we'd see much faster results, to your words, on, like, let's just say the experiment that Ole Miss is attempting right now. But because of the eligibility situation, the thing's going to drag on for another three to four years.
1: Yeah, and I guess it'll start shaking out a little bit after this year, you know, right, as far as
2: the, the yeah, extra I mean, covid Yeah, potentially, here. but keep in mind, I mean, they gave it to freshmen two years ago. Well, they're, I mean, now they're still going to have three more years of that. And with the yeah, redshirted, you still get an extra year. So it's now true. it's six. Yeah. And you've got guys who you think are seniors, but they're actually juniors. <laughs> you have guys you think are juniors, but they're actually sophomores. And now you're saying, well, wait a minute. Is that guy been here three years? Could he leave early if he wanted to? And then you're like, well, wait a minute. No, he's, he's still just a sophomore. I mean, it, the whole entire thing. And you still have to have your hard cap number. The NCAA wants everybody to get down to 85 scholarships. It's impossible. Should, it's absolutely impossible.
1: Was that a knee-jerk reaction now that we can look in the rearview mirror? I, I, I guess it's... Well, uh, it shouldn't
2: have been. I, anybody with half a brain could have seen what was going to come by making this decision, but that's not how the NCAA thinks. Uh, that's you true. Know, you're, you're, sitting, I mean, you're sitting here going, all right, hold on a second. Let's just, if somebody in the room would have just said, let's tap the brakes, and ask this question, what are we going to ask these universities to do if we're going to give everybody a year of extra eligibility? We're going to allow everybody to transfer without penalty, but we're going to ask them to get back to 85 within a calendar year. Nobody in the room said, how is it that they are supposed to do this? Right. And the reason why I know that is because everybody I've talked to at the collegiate level is asking that question. wants an answer to it?
1: Hmm. All right. So, but I, I want to get to Leach and Will Rogers before we let you go. Um, yeah. I I just think Lane is running circles around Jimbo. Except, you know, the one uh, Jimbo gets a little bit of a pass because he's recruiting so well. But I think Lane is the future and what you know, kind of what you need to be doing on offense. And I think Jimbo's still coaching like. 20 years like they did in 2003 at lsu when you could get away with that Mm -hmm.
0: it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper